Good morning. This Sunday, we're not meeting together. While it would seem that the COVID-19 virus maybe has not yet hit Gloucester, its impact certainly has. And so with many all around the world, um, we're choosing not to gather at this time. Uh, it's, a, it's a deadly threat that we're facing and we wanna care for people as best we can um, by stemming the spread of this virus. It's interesting to, uh, to come into this season after suffering uh, terrible hardship through the drought and, and then through the bushfires. Uh, it just seems like so many things are threatening our, our security these days, our livelihood, our certainty, even just our simple satisfaction in life. We've been studying our way through the, uh, the Gospel of Mark and we've come to recognise that a lot of these feelings that, that we as a community are facing at the moment are just what the communities were facing that Jesus was seeking to minister to. He confronted people who were tormented by demons, uh, that were suffering, suffering the, the ravages of sickness, who were being confronted with the, the very real danger of death uh, and even death itself. Now, he met these crises with, with real answers. He cast out demons, he healed sickness, he raised from the dead. And as amazing as those things were, the, the display of, of his power, we saw also his great love and compassion and a greater purpose that he was beckoned to fulfill. Uh, he wasn't just healing uh, people from sicknesses or raising people from dead or casting out demons. His sole purpose was to teach people. And so he moved from one place to another, teaching people of the kingdom of God. Now Mark sort of holds the mystery of, of who it is that, that Jesus is and what it is that he's doing. But Jesus makes it very clear in what he's doing, that he's here to preach the good news of repentance and the kingdom of God. Now, you would think when you read of him being able to calm storms and um, raise girls from the dead and, and have people healed at just the touch of his clothes, that everything that he says would be easily believed by people. But it's just not the case. He performs all of these miraculous signs and tells people of the forgiveness that they can receive from God. But just like we do today, we see some people who are, are ready and, and willing to believe and others who don't want to face the idea of God, uh, even if he is powerful and even if he's, he's able to do wonderful things. Um, Jesus was, was rejected in so many of the places that he went, and we'll see that in our, our lesson today. Um, and just like Jesus in, in the days that he was ministering, we will face similar responses today. When I um, welcome new people to our town, I love to bring them to places like this. Uh, the Buckets Ridge just gives a, a beautiful view of, of the town um, that we love and enjoy. And uh, I love to talk about this beautiful place that I call home and the friendly people that are a part of our community. But, you know, some of the friends in the gospel that I've welcomed into this town recognise with me that, that it's a beautiful place and, and the community is, is very friendly and, and anyone will have a chat with you about just about anything. But there's people that still have a, a real resistance to the gospel and, uh, and reject the God 
uh, that we serve and reject the message of his son. I can almost uh, put myself in the place of Jesus coming into to his own hometown. He's greeted warmly. The people are friendly. They're, they're glad to see him. Um, but it's not long before they change their tune. We're going to read this morning from uh, Mark chapter 6. He went from there and came to his hometown, and his disciples followed him. And on the Sabbath he began to teach in the synagogue. And many who heard him were astonished, saying, Where did this man get these things? And with the wisdom that's given to him, how are such mighty works done by his hands? Is not this the carpenter, the son of Mary, the brother of James and Joseph and Judas and Simon, and not his sisters here with us? And they took offense at him. And Jesus said to them, A prophet is not without honor, except in his own hometown and among his relatives and his own household. Jesus' town was, well, it was probably a fraction the size of Gloucester, uh, but similar. The land was fertile, the, the people lived close together, they knew each other. And when Jesus came, they were ready to listen to him. Um, they acknowledged with everybody else that, that he had great power, but it was the things that they were familiar with with Jesus that they were more willing to accept than the things that they were unfamiliar with. They knew his mother, they knew his brother, brothers and sisters. Um, they knew, you know, that he'd grown up there, that he was the carpenter's son. Those things, they, were, they readily accepted. Even some of the things that they'd heard about him, the powers of, that he had to, to heal and, and those sorts of things. When it came to these new things, uh, they preferred to believe the things that they knew about him rather than the new things that they saw in him. Sometimes I think we like to live with problems that we know rather than face solutions that are new. Do you ever find that? We get comfortable with where we're at and the things that we know and see anything else as, I don't know, potentially threatening. I guess as a church, um, meeting in, in different ways or communicating in different ways at this time comes across as a threat. Uh, what's this going to mean for us as a church and how are we going to, to worship and how are we going to serve in the kingdom under the conditions that, that we face out, find ourselves in now? Uh, it can feel like a threat, but really I think something that Jesus loves to do is to take us to new places and to do new things. He doesn't want to leave us in a rut. He wants constantly to change us and to, to have us calling out to him that we might um, follow him in the way that he's leading us. When Jesus said to his, uh, the people of his village, a prophet is not accepted uh, or, without, or honoured except in his own hometown, uh, he was really, I think, explaining that the call of discipleship is a call to move. It's going to change who you are, where you are, and who you're with very often. You have to embrace God's purposes for you. You have to recognize that early on. Um, you probably will face that very soon after making a decision to follow Jesus, even in the relationships that you have around you. Some of them, hopefully, will be transformed for the better. But others, we can expect, will go from good to bad. Um, people will prefer for you to be the same person you've always been and deny any change, even if it's apparent to them, as a change that God might have, have brought. And so 
Sometimes, sadly, we're forced into new areas and new relationships. But in those things too, I think we can trust that God is in control and it's part of his purposes for us. Because Jesus, after he's rejected in his home village, we read, he went about other villages, continuing to teach and... He called together the twelve and began to send them out, two by two. He gave them authority over the unclean spirits, charged them to take nothing for their journey except a staff, no bread, no bag, no money in their belts, but to wear their sandals and not to put on two tunics. Now some of that seems strange, but in the first place I think Jesus is just sending them out, saying, saying, we're not going to waste time with those that have already rejected the message. Now, that kind of sounds a bit, um, I don't know, strange. Like, why would you leave those who have, have rejected? Um, God doesn't want to abandon anyone, and that's exactly why Jesus asks his disciples to go out ahead of him. Because those who would be, uh, I guess, uh, seemingly abandoned by God are those who are yet to hear the message. And so... He's sending his disciples out so that all people everywhere might have the chance to either accept God or reject him, but to hear that message of repentance and faith in Jesus. Now, what does he give them for the journey? Well, when I set out this morning, I packed my bag, I put in a few pieces of fruit, I put in some water, and I put in a snake bite kit. I kind of knew what my needs were and what some of the dangers were that I was going to face. Jesus knows what his disciples need and knows what the dangers are. First of all, he gives them the power and authority that they might cast out demons. We've seen Jesus at every point of his ministry so far uh, opposed by the enemy, either in uh, evil spirits or through sickness or through storms or through death. It's all the enemy's work to try and halt what Jesus is doing. And Jesus, when he sends his disciples out, doesn't send them out ill-equipped. He gives them the power to to cast out the evil spirits. Paul, sometime later, is going to write to the church in Ephesians chapter 6, Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. Put on the whole armour of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over over this present darkness and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Jesus prepared his disciples and he continues to prepare his disciples for the challenges that we are to face. He doesn't want the kingdom of darkness to, uh, to be victorious over us, but wants us to go out and proclaim the kingdom of light and to to have victory over those things that would hold us back. Not just the dangers does Jesus prepare his disciples for, but he prepares them in telling them what not to take. Now, it kind of seems strange. Um, You know, don't take an extra bag full of money. Don't take an extra tunic. Uh, Don't take these things that give you security. Why? I think because Jesus is in reinforcing what he wants them to have that even the people in his own hometown lacked. He wanted them to have faith, to be able to go out on the road and know that God was going to be preparing for their needs, uh, providing for their needs. There would be those that he would give who would be able to care for them. But even in the times where they were rejected, 
He wanted them to trust that God was in control. I think that that's a really important thing for us to understand at this time as well. Because while we acknowledge that God is a God who provides for our needs, God also cares for us in giving us opportunity to grow in our faith, to recognize that we don't have to meet all of our daily needs every day, that God is there and he's caring for us. And particularly when we're uh, continuing in his purposes, God wants to know that he is providing for us in in every, uh, every aspect. So the disciples went out, And proclaim that to the people that they should repent. They cast out many demons and anointed with oil many who were sick, and he healed them. I wonder, what is it that we are to do in these times? If we're facing similar challenges ourselves, and we see a world so full of brokenness, what is it that Christ is calling us to do? Well, I think it's the same. I think it's to believe that we are the disciples of Jesus and called out of a rut, sent, set to work uh, in the, the building of his kingdom. We're to put on the whole armour of God, prepare ourselves for the work at hand. We're to pray in the spirit continually. We're to speak of Jesus and the life that he offers and tell of the Father's love in word and in action. May we see people released from darkness. May we see people healed from sickness. And while we see and uh, feel the rejection of some, let's continue to seek out those who are yet to hear that they might accept and believe the message of Jesus, receive salvation by his name, and enjoy the abundance of life that God calls us into, his love for us now and into eternity. I pray that God blesses you wherever you are, uh, whatever state you're in. May God bring blessing to your life in order that you can bring a blessing to others. I look forward to seeing you again real soon.